Christ Culture and Nerd Culture get their passports, stow their carry-ons in the overhead compartment, and take off on a globe-trotting adventure, and we're coming along! We saved the window seat for you. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ Culture and Nerd Culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to the Nerd of Godcast, where we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to discuss faith, fandom, and traveling the world, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself because with me, as always, is Steve-O Supremo. Land ho! So you say you're on a ship, you see land, traveling, let's try to keep it thematically appropriate. All right, well, we're flying, but if you want to take the ship, that's cool, too. I'm scared to fly. Uh, <laughs> moving around the table, she is salty, sweet, and conveniently pocket-sized. It's Jackie Freegan Wilson. Hello. Hello. Often imitated, never duplicated, it's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Are the uh, belt extensions free? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, do, uh, they do charge extra for those on this airline. Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes sassy, always classy, from the Island of Enchantment, it's lovely Lady Lismani. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, like, you leaned into that with such zest. I thought something just wonderful was going to come out, and it was just, hi. I was comfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was like a passive-aggressive hi. You've made me stir. Hi. Like, she's in her pajamas right now. What else do you expect? She is. She's flying cozy tonight, uh, over in the booth, pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying. It's Nick, the engineer. Hello. Hello. So tonight we're talking a little bit of traveling. We're going to stamp our passports as we go around the world tonight. I hope that you guys are excited. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys pack snacks? No. Oh. I left them at home. Did you? Did you? I, I bought them at the airport. They were like $10 for a bag of chips. Leave your bottles of liquid and nail clippers behind TSA? Jokes on them. I hit them in my shoes. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I swallowed mine. Well, we're, uh, we're... I still got that lovely pat down. Now, today was a little bit challenging and inspired. Somebody on our Nerd of God Squad page on Facebook, which we would love for you to join, by the way, uh, posted this, and it, it really uh, it really was interesting to see everybody's answers. So uh, our listener and friend Chandler Harper wrote, You wake up in the last video game you played. It's now your life. Nope. Oh, nice. Where are you? Final Fantasy VII facing a stupid boss right now. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't me. think I want to live in Final Fantasy VII. I don't want to be on Midgar. No, Midgar is not a happy place. I'm in the the, the land that is Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay, you didn't have to talk like that. I felt like I had to. Feel like in the. <laughs> what did you eat? At first, I thought, oh, I'm in Spider-Man Land, which would be great. That's called New I, York. But then, oh yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then I realized, oh no, wait, I'm stuck in a football stadium because I played Madden last. Oh. I can't. There's nothing here. Everything's gross. All they sell is beer and pretzels. <laughs> I can't drink beer, and I don't like pretzels. <laughs> Least money. You're not a video game player so so much. So. You live in Mario Kart. Oh. <laughs> Nick, what's the last video game you played? Oh, obviously. Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft. So I would I would go on Pokemon, oh. Minecraft. So you are that you could live in Minecraft. Minecraft is easy to live in yeah. if you're good at the game anyway. Now, at the time that the question was asked, my answer was thankfully Little Big Planet because sometimes you don't want to like now I'm in an unsavory game. I live in Raccoon City now or something. Oh. Like you live in a, a, a very unpleasant place. So. I live in this weird space station. Yeah. Well, even Minecraft is kind of weird. Weird space station. I don't know. Well, um, no Man's Sky is what I was thinking oh, of. All right. I know you like that game. Yeah. There's uh, there's strange games that you can be in. Uh, so I'm thinking all the different places that we could travel to. Like if I could travel to your different worlds. Like if I could get on a plane right now and go to Mario Kart Land, I would go race carts with Mario. Yeah. On the Donut Hills. I would do these things. I would play these games. Yeah. I would I would travel the world. Now we have a theme park that's opening up here in yes, a we couple are. years. It's Universal Studios is opening up this uh, what's it called? Epic Universe. Epic Universe and it's gonna most likely house Nintendo Land. Now Lisa Mata, you are the, the non Disney holdout here. You're the person that's always been more of a Universal fan. I do enjoy Universal. Now yes. I'm not a Universal person. 
But when they open that Nintendo Land, you're getting a Universal Pass. Heck yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be right there. <laughs> It'll be cheaper than your Disney Pass because <laughs> you got half as many parks. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. but then there's going to be everybody in Nintendo Land for 20 years. I'll wait. But people will literally be coming from around the world to mm-hmm. experience that, and mm-hmm. that's a pretty fantastic thing. Think about the idea of being able to get in a plane and fly to your favorite video game. That's, that's what people so are going to cool. be doing. That would be cool. Nice. That's what people are going to be doing. I think that's pretty awesome. Well, let me ask you this. Would you fly to Japan to go to their Nintendo Land? No, I would not, because they've all got the Wu-Tang virus. Oh. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe not geographically and biologically and not accurate. Wu-Tang virus ain't nothing to mess with. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> we would love for you to join the conversation and let us know where you would fly to, what video game you would travel to go and be a part of. The best way for you to do that is to connect with us across all the social medias. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can visit our blog at nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Uh, you can also hang out with us on Facebook at our Facebook small group. That is the Nerd of God Squad. Send us a request. We'll let you in. It's a cool party. We're all, we're all pretty laid back. Live your dreams. Share some memes. It is all good. I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Live your dreams. Nerd, Nerd of God Squad on dreams. Facebook. Honestly, I would buy that t-shirt. Share some memes. Live your dreams. Your dreams. Share the memes. Yeah. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. In just a few minutes, we're going to be hearing from some friends of ours who actually do travel the world and they go to live their dreams and they go to see all the different cool, fun places and they're going to share with us how we can do it too. So I, I'm I, I'm really excited about this tonight because I'm ready to be motivated to go and do different things, to travel a little bit and to see the world beyond my PlayStation. Yes. Uh, so, so tonight we're going to get encouraged, we're going to get inspired to do that. But before we do that, it is time to do a little bit of business that we call the best thing This week, it was Lando Calrissian versus Poe Dameron. Oh, my goodness. What do you guys think happened? Poe Dameron is cool. I like Poe Dameron. He's funny. Honestly, I don't know. I I could go either way. I think I voted for Poe, but I don't know for sure. I'm extremely upset about these results. Well, okay. All right. Well, that's okay. I'm interested now. So so what, what were the results? The best thing ever, according to you, whose judgment I'm questioning, <laughs> it is Lando with 82. Oh, my wow. goodness. Oh, a landslide. At 18. 18 for Poe Dameron? We 18 of y'all to back up That's crazy. Like, That's crazy to wow. me. That, to, to me, it's such a difference is what makes it, because I wouldn't be surprised with either of them winning, but because it's so drastic That's of a difference. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I what thought it was going to be a really tight race. Okay, who's cooler? Lando. Poe's yeah. cooler. Who's a better no. pilot? Poe. Poe. I love Poe. Who has a better hothead? There's no reason for Poe to not have been at a more respectable number. I voted for Poe. Who has a better droid sidekick? Poe. Well, okay, yeah, BB-8. Yeah, Lobot doesn't technically count as a droid sidekick, but. Is the oh, are you? T- yeah, uh, not a fan. Uh, I mean, Lando's cool. It's okay. That's we're going with the classics. Lando mm-hmm. does have a cape, so that yeah. works in his favor. Capes. No capes. Several capes. Several how, capes. How many capes uh, are on this ship? Uh, Poor Poe. So, how who do we have coming up for this week for everybody before? Uh, this next week is going to be Finn oh. versus. Oh. Can you make the noise? <laughs> Chewie. Oh, oh, so, oh! That'll be good. That's. Honestly, yeah. I love Finn, y'all. Better not I think, vote dumb. <laughs> Depends on what you mean dumb. by dumb. The foreign stormtrooper. Oh, I think I'm pulling for Chewbacca. Honestly, and you honestly, guys. I think Chewie's gonna win. I absolutely adore Finn, and my vote is for Finn. But I think Chewie's gonna. So win. far, it has not gone well for the uh, newer characters. No. The former stormtrooper versus the Kashyyyk. War hero. I'm just saying, man. I don't know. All right, well, that'll be good. You guys can go ahead and vote for that on nerdofgodcast.com. Let you know what. what, Let us know what you think, and go ahead post about it online so we can fight you. (laughs) Post your address. I I suggest let the Wookiee win. Or you will get doxxed. No, I'm just All right, vote for this this week on nerdygodcast.com. It's the best thing ever. We're going to play a quick game before our oh, guests yeah. call in tonight. Uh, we're going to have to do this really, really quick, but this is going to be fun. All right, so grab all your right. boards right. and what I'm uh, would you just yeah thank you sorry Stephen <laughs> grab your boards and just number one two three. Uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos, tres. Un, dos, trois. Now, what's going to happen is I'm going to give you guys three clues. If you get it on the first clue, write your answer at one. If you don't, just write an X for number one. 
Okay. okay. If you get it on your second clue, write it for number two. If you don't, just write an X. So you write the answer when you know the answer. If you get it at the first one, you get three points. If you get it on the second one, you get two points. If you get it on the third one, you only get one point. So the less clues you need to write your answer, the better off you actually are. All right, use the honor here, honor system, so please don't uh, don't cheat. Uh, one, two, or three points. All right, so three locations. Number one, Ace Chemicals. Number two, Arkham Asylum. Number three, Wayne Manor. So if you knew the answer, when I said Ace Chemicals, you would write it in the number one spot. If you didn't know, you would just write an X there and move down to the next line. Everybody got it? All right, so what character's universe, what franchise oh, is this oh. from? Oh, I wrote down it's the name of the city. It's, it's, it's all right, just okay. whatever you got. Uh, Gotham, Gotham City. Gotham City from Batman. Gotham Batman. City, Batman. All right, so we give yourselves points accordingly. Keep your own score. If you got it on the first one, you get three points. Second one, you get two. Third, you get three. Uh, third, you get one. Here we go. Far, far away. Dulock. That's what it was. Ogre Swamp. All right, what's the answer? It's Shrek. 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 All right, who got it on the first one? Me. I did. I did. Oh, yeah, Nick's playing. Nick is <laughs> playing. Far, far I just forget that Nick's play. Nick plays. Moving on. Camino. Yavin. Frick on a stick, man. Tatooine. What do we got? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Who, got, who got it in the first place? Me. Good job. Good job. Good that's job. From, that's uh, Camino's where they clone people, right? All right. Liberty Square. Oh. Oh. Mm. Moving on. Well, well, Dang it. Nope, Main Street. Dang it. <laughs> Tomorrowland. Show me what we got. Is it Disney's Magic Kingdom? Disney. I started writing Disney's Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. I wrote it on the wrong one, bro. Oh. Disney. <laughs> All right. I knew I knew Liberty Square. I'm so mad. Fear Tunnel. My nightmares. The Fizzy Lifting Room. And the Wonka Vader. I didn't know the title of the first one. That's that's cool. Yeah, it shows you your fears. Is that what it's called? (laughs) A chicken's head getting cut off? Yeah, what do we got? Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The Amazing Chocolatier. All right, how are we doing on our scores so far? Everybody keeping your scores good? Yeah. Yeah. Kansas. Oh, man. Okay. If you're feeling froggy, you can uh, take a guess. <laughs> mm, I'm going to wait for the second one. The Emerald City. <laughs> Dang it. I'm so... Yes. Munchkinland. That's where at least Marty works. <laughs> right, in the pop, right in the Lollipop Guild. Indeed. All right. What do we got? Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Is the Wizard of I Oz. I thought it for the first one, and I played it safe. All right. Number seven. Laverne's Pie Stand. Poor Richards. Shroot Farms. And Tires also. It is? The Office. The Office. I got it wrong. The Office. The Office. All right, those are the easy ones. Now we get to the the medium ones. So the easy ones? Those are the easy ones. Now the medium ones. Far Outville. Shady Shoals Rest Home. Mrs. Puff's boarding boating yeah, school. I knew it. Mrs. Puff's boating school. I'm mad. What do we got? SpongeBob. Bikini Bottom. At least my new Shady Shoals. When did I'm you mad. get that one? On number three. On number three, really? Yep. I thought for I, sure. I had it at Shady Shoals and I couldn't remember it. All right, Gusty Gardens. Oh. Delfino Plaza. <laughs> I don't know this one. I don't think I know it at all. I know this one. And the Koopa Kingdom. Or, uh, yeah. I'm so angry I didn't get on the first one. All right. What do we got? It's Mario. Mario. Oh, it's Mario. I love Super Mario Sunshine. I almost said Mario Kart. Nowhere. <laughs> the Kiln. Xandar. Oh. Nowhere. The Kiln. Xandar. Show me what we got. Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. It is yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Nowhere spelled with a K. It is. So is the kiln. All right. 
the New York Public Library. Wow. Columbia University. Ah, so we're running it right before. Central Park West. Oh. Tricky ones. What do we got? Is it Ghostbusters. 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 It is Ghostbusters. I started it right as you started saying that. All right, I'm going to move faster here. We're going to skip some. Rivendell. Oh. Isengard. He said Riverdale for a So moment. did I. I was like, wait, I misheard that. The Shire. What do we got? Lord of the Rings. Rings. Lord of the Rings. Luke's Diner. Al's Pancake World. Nope. Harry's House of Lights. Harry's House of Lights. <laughs> Can you see this? Not cheating me, are you? What do we got? No idea. What is it, Lise Mati? It is Gilmore oh, Girls. That's why that I've was never just seen for her. that show. Yeah, boo. I appreciate it, though, that you're doing it to other people. The Jotunheim. Oh. Oh. Midgard. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I got it right. I'm glad. Whew. Asgard. Weird. What do we got? Thor. 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 Thor to the Dark World. Care Paravel. Oh, 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 oh. You know it? Yeah, I, I do. know this one. The Stone Table. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I almost didn't know that one, but oh, I remember I it, I missed those, it one time. The Lamp Post. Oh, oh, oh. I, I read it. the books growing up. I had I I did, I did abbreviations for oh. time's sake. Oh, what do you got? Chronicles Narnia. 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 Chronicles. Did you? I put C-O-N. You did. You're a con man. All right. The Mermaid Lagoon. Skull Rock. Yes. Yep. Nailed it. Freaking got it. Oh, my God, that's right. And the Hangman's Tree. Yep. Oh, my God, all right. What do we got? Neverland. It is Neverland. Green Hill Zone. Green Hill Zone? Mm-hmm. Casino Night Zone. Mystic Cave Zone. That's good. I'm excited. I, I, I have no idea. I think I know this one. Take, what do you I'm got? Gonna write, I'm gonna, is it Chalk World? No. It is Sonic. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I love Chalk I'm excited for that movie. All right. Two more. Very hard. Okay. Arcadia. Oh. Oh. Neptune's Bounty. Oh. 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 oh, 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 oh. Fort Frolic. I think I got this wrong. What do we got? I don't know. For Rapture? It, is, it is Rapture in oh. Bioshock. Oh. And the final one, very hard. Okay. Malibu, California. Miami, Florida. Rose Hill, Tennessee. What? Is it Hannah Montana? Wait, no, no, no. Let us... Malibu, California, Miami, Florida, Rose Hill, Tennessee. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got it wrong. What do you guys? What do you? What do you guess? And then we'll let Nick tell you what the right answer I put is. Agents of Shield. No. Like their location. Grand Theft Auto. No. <laughs> Barbie's Homes. No. What is it? Nick. Iron Man. Iron Man specifically. Oh, Iron Man Three. Yeah. Iron Man Three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that makes I, sense. I just watched that movie. I literally night. watched that movie one time in theaters. Yeah. yeah. So add up your scores. We'll figure out who wins, and uh, nobody really cares. So I, I got thirty-three. I got thirty-six. I got thirty-nine. Ooh, Neff is our traveling winner. At least, Marty. I'm sure 34. I lost. <laughs> How much did you get, Nick? Thirty-four. All right. So All Neff, right. you. Are our world traveler? Do you guys like traveling? Yes, I'd like to I have do. money to travel. What is your favorite place to travel to? <laughs> My, My bed. Let me ask you. Let me let me <laughs> rephrase that question. What's your favorite way to travel? Like, do you like planes? I love flying. Flying. Flying is like, cool. Taking a cruise. I've never. Cruises are great. I've never flown on an airplane, so I can't say that one. I I like road trips because it gets people time to get to know each other and hang out and listen to music and right, then hate fair. each other at the end. Um, but. Do you remember when you and Neff wanted to drive to California yeah, that together? That was a terrible idea. I, I'm so glad I talked you out of doing that. Yeah. How do you have you ever traveled on a train before? Yes. No, I've always wanted once. to. I have once, but not like it was like a tour because it was like a historic train. No, no, no. I mean, like I'm going to another state on a train. Oh, oh no. Not I've that always far. wanted. I've always wanted to. Like have you ever traveled on a Greyhound bus? No, I've never wanted to. No. <laughs> that like does not seem. That sounds uncomfortable. If that's on your list of things to do before Jesus comes back, scratch it off, friends. Even if it has a bathroom, I don't no, want to. No good, especially if it has a bathroom. Uh, what's the What's the coolest place you've ever traveled to? Like, like to go to on a trip? 
Columbia. Columbia. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say Nassau, Bahamas. I was going to say yeah, the Bahamas because that's like the, definitely the coolest place. I would say Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, will, was awesome. I will say this, though. I was In the past year, I went to a small town called Anniston, Alabama, and they had the world's largest office chair. Oh, <laughs> highlight well, of my life! And let's say I drove by it in the rain, and it was exactly what they promised. <laughs> <laughs> it was the world's largest office chair. Couldn't even get. We'll on post it. it on our social media. That's so funny. I'll send it to you. There was a there's a weird Al Yankovic song called "The Biggest Ball, Ball of Twine in Minnesota, Minnesota," and it's just perfect about that road trip <laughs> sensation loading up uh, the kids in the back of the station wagon with some comic books and some diet chocolate soda going to see the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota is there somewhere that you've always wanted to go yes France France I why, why France I, I've always been fascinated just with like the the culture architecture uh just culture, every everything. Um, so for my 27th birthday, which is going to be my golden birthday because I turned 27 oh, on yeah. the 27th, I'd like to go to France and see the fields of lavender and the Notre Dame and give me an excuse to finish learning French. That's awesome. Like That's what I want to do. I'm 25, so you got time I've to got that. like two years to kind of save up and get it all figured out. So Anybody else got a, got a, a dream destination? Oh, yeah. I would love to go to England Okay, and tour the entire... Uh, Island, get a, a little bangers in your mouth. Yeah, well, here like we call them sausages in your mouth. Okay, <laughs> Neff, where do you want to go? Not to England anymore. <laughs> Too scared. Um, I don't know. I always thought you know somewhere, somewhere like Scotland would be kind of cool. <laughs> Glasgow, somewhere, they have bangers in the mouth. I can wear a kilt. So somewhere where I can get stabbed. Sounds exciting. What? What? I mean, you, you just go down to Paramore. I want to go to Scandinavia. I feel like you keep yeah. Well, Scandinavia would be awesome. Yeah. I would but, love to see the fjords. Yeah, but there, but <laughs> I want to go to Norway. I'm no, I'm not joking. Yeah, I want to go to Norway nice. and I want to see fjords. I want to go to Finland. Like all those places, they seem so nice. No, what's that? What's the place? Um, I think it's. Is Tahiti the one that has like the the houses that are over the ocean? No, it's out. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Bora, Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Bora. Yes, I would love to go there. That'd one, be awesome. When I'm married. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got something to tell us, Quinn? <laughs> all right, all right. No, that's cool. At least, Marty, where where do you want to go? Um, I would definitely love to go to Europe, but I feel like Greece. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's, that's a Europe. good answer. All the all the old art architecture and stuff. Yeah, take a Mediterranean cruise. I feel yeah, like that's there. a goal. I would love to take a Mediterranean like. So badly. I, I really do. I want to go to uh, to like Italy just for food yes. reasons. For primarily. I have a friend who lives in Italy. I can go and stay with him. He said so. So I, I watch people on my social media all the time, and they're going around the world, and they're doing all these things. And for me, I feel like if I if I go to a Target that's not my closest Target, that's a big week for me. And I, I, these things just seem so impossible. And I, I go looking for like plane tickets sometimes when I'm feeling particularly inspired. It's just frustrating. And I go, ah, I'm not going to do this. It's too hard. But we have on the phone with us right now uh, from this amazing, amazing YouTube channel and multimedia experience, Solve for Life. Uh, we want to introduce you guys to uh, Chris and Ellen. Uh, Chris, you've been on the show before, but uh, we want to welcome you guys back with you and your lovely bride. Hello. Welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. Hi. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. Hello, guys. Hey, Hi. Chris and Ellen. It is uh, it is absolute privilege. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do. You're, you go all around the world. Yeah, we well, we both work remotely, and we lived in LA up until the end of 2017. So we started traveling in 2016. We took our first big trip to Europe, and then like caught the travel bug and didn't want to stop. <laughs> um, so in 2017, we both worked remotely and spent a year and a half full time digital nomading and on the road. That's crazy. That's that's insane to me. Like that seems like such an unrealistic goal. But then I, I watch these videos that you guys are doing and you make it seem like really anybody can do it if you just kind of know what you're doing. Well, it takes a it takes a bit of crazy to start yeah. traveling and stuff. <laughs> just really All good things do <laughs> but, though, right? But but yeah, but once you start once you like overcome that step of crazy, it becomes normal. Like like the crazy thought is like, "Hey, I want to do this." And then you transition into, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And like, we didn't go straight from like normal life to living out of suitcases. Like there's a bunch of baby steps <laughs> in between. <laughs> okay. So for those of us that are kind of like casual observers, you, what we're watching and living vicariously through you. What was the tipping point for you? What made you say, hey, let's do this. Let's just, let's embrace the crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. actually Chris, like. Yeah, I, I began the crazy, but she was already like well primed for crazy. <laughs> well, she married you. <laughs> So, 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 so it all started 
when I was at this place and it was like a it was like a fake touristy place in Orlando that like was resembling another place in England and I was like what okay. is like what is the real thing of this look like in England like wh I want to know what this looks like so I, I I came back and we were long distance at the time and I, and I called Ellen and I said hey Ellen what what do you think about finding a way to get to England like what if you just like took a trip to Europe and she was like yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twist my arm yeah no we had we were planning like uh, I was planning on moving and so I had like we had a period of time we were in between like I was in between jobs moving from one place to the next and I, and I was like, on a month to month rent and yeah. I was just about to finish an internship I was at in LA so I had no job and I was about to be out of rent and so was Ellen yeah so, so we just like we looked at plane tickets and it was February so they were super cheap <laughs> and um, we budgeted well, out like how much it would be and we went for a month and a half it's February right now. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna walk us through this, and by the end of this show, we're gonna end up in Europe. All right, that's oh, how I hope yes. you are. <laughs> <laughs> you especially. So give, give us some. Give us a kind of a rundown. Some of your favorite places that you've been. Okay. Oh man. So, favorite places that we've been. Well, we love like England for sure. We love Cambridge and like countryside of Cambridge a lot. Just like the small towns around there. It's really nice. Have you had bangers and mash? Yes. yes. And I can okay, make them now. <laughs> okay, that was just a very important question. Steven was really wanting to know. Yes, we've had bangers and mash. We've had all kinds of meat pies. Um, <laughs> we had <laughs> all the, like Sunday roast, the whole thing. Um, I one of my like big dreams, like ever since high school, was to live in Tuscany for a month. So we did that last May. We house sat and lived in a Tuscan villa for a month in vineyards. And frolicked in a poppy field. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> frolicked in a poppy field. I love it. Yes, yeah. I literally frolicked in a poppy field. <laughs> amazing. Um, it was like right by the place that what was it. With the Trevary. Monet would paint yeah. his paintings. Yeah, that was just one of my goals. Um, and then other favorite places we love, like Madrid and Spain. Um, yeah, and like the mountains. Anywhere there's mountains, like the I, Alps is gorgeous. I love the medieval towns because they remind me of like, you know, well, one of them, we stayed in Rothenburg of the Tower, which was where Beauty and the Beast, like the live action version was filmed. And which we just recently discovered. Yeah, like we were staying in a, in, a, in a hotel that was like six houses away from where like she came out of her little thing at the beginning of the movie. So we literally lived in like the Beauty and the Beast village. Yeah. yeah. So those are some of our favorite spots, like medieval, mountains, history, nature. The, the hilltop towns in Tuscany are kind of like the Assassin's Creed's game, like walking from town to town. <laughs> yes. See, Chris, that's what I appreciate about you. I that you frame it in that way. So it's like, oh, like, like I, I was, I was living my own RP, like role playing game when uh, we were walking from town to town in in uh, in, in Cambridge. Yeah. Like, the, you, there's a, this called these like public footpaths, and you can like walk to people's backyards and stuff because it's like in England you have what's called the right to roam. So you just like walk and you just go from town to town. And I felt like I was like, you know, traveling in Skyrim, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> blurs and stuff. Which is neat. like where their right to roam came from. Yeah. Like, it was cool. <laughs> That's super awesome. Or right, well now you got me. Now I wanna go. I wanna go be in Assassin's Creed and in Skyrim. Uh, <laughs> so so there's a stigma and you know this because every time you come back you can probably see it on my face. So we hang out as often as you guys make it back stateside and you know specifically Florida stateside. Um, we like to talk. I love to hear about your adventures and you're telling these stories about how like the last time you were here you were sharing about how you were in Puerto Rico when a revolution broke out. <laughs> yeah. We accidentally became part of riots in Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's our third accidental protest though. <laughs> so you're you're walking around you're being you're a living part of history, you know. Hey, I just want a cup of coffee and they're they're overthrowing the governor. So, you know, the, here we are. Helicopters are flying over. They're throwing tear gas at us. What a trip. Oh, do you yeah. want the whole so, story? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got it. If people want the whole story, they need to follow you guys. They need to go to your your channel and uh, you'll enlighten him on those kind of things. But help us, help me, because when you tell these stories, my face just contorts and I go, that's that's fun and that's fine for you guys. But I'm not I don't work mobile. I don't I, I live in real life. I have uh, things that I like to me. There's so many reasons why I can't do what you do. Well, I think like I mean, I, tell me if I'm too harsh, but <laughs> I think that like most people would like at least get a week or two of vacation a year, and if you don't, then like I'm sorry, you live in America, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but also like vacation is important, and like taking care of yourself and experiencing and growing outside of your comfort zone is important. So, taking time to do that own like self valuation. Um, but like a trip to England right now, I get so frustrated because like in plane tickets right now we're in we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and a plane ticket from here to North Carolina, where my family is, is cheaper is more expensive than it is for us to go to Paris. So like, wow. 
you know, it's like when you start looking at some of those things and once you know that information, you just get really frustrated. <laughs> so there, there's a story one time I'll pull out where, Ellen, you told me that you guys were living in Los Angeles and you wanted to go see Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And it yeah, was cheaper yeah. for you. Tell 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 us the story. So Ed Sheeran was on tour for his Divide tour and he Woo. was he was coming to the Staples Center and I was like, Oh, okay, great. Like it's right here in LA. We should be able to go see him. Well the tickets sold out within like the first five minutes and then they went up to being like two hundred dollars a piece for the nosebleeds. And so I did the math and I looked even like all up and down the coast, like Seattle and places where we had friends or whatever, like still all was like $100 a piece at minimum. So then I looked at his tour in Europe and he was playing in London at Wembley Stadium, which was one of Chris's Classic. dream locations. Capstone. But we got floor seats for $25 each. We were six rows <laughs> six rows from the stage. Plus, like, we got the 12 hours early on my and, account. And, like, our plane ticket over there was round trip $200 per plane ticket. So it was, like, it was the same price, essentially, so as seeing it in L.A. But as at Wembley was. and on the nosebleeds. <laughs> like, for us to go to England. <laughs> So that's a that's amazing, but that's th this isn't just like a story that somebody else is telling. Th I know you; you're real people. This is re these are real stories. There's no sales pitch here because you're not selling a service, which I appreciate. It's not when you hear people telling these stories, they're like, and now you too can have this adventure mm -hmm. for just sixty nine nine ninety nine ninety nine. The email list. <laughs> yeah, no. But this is just something that you're so passionate about, and you're sharing this and, and trying to bring other people to this world. Most people, I don't know, most people that I know, they're like me. There's this stigma that travel's something that other people do. Yeah. But it is attainable to ordinary people. Yeah, I think that, like, you know, like, for example, we, like, we do, we, we prioritize the way that we spend our money differently than some of our friends do like we don't eat out very often that's the main that's the main <laughs> you know, like, money saver we like and it's not like we don't do much like don't do very many things like we go hang out with friends and do a lot of stuff but like sometimes when we're like like for valentine's day coming up we're like are we gonna go pay a hundred dollars for a valentine's day dinner or we can save that and get a french meal for fifty dollars next month like i so in Paris. Yeah, yeah exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it's like, because we're going to Paris next month, it's like, I'd rather have a French meal next month than like a knockoff for $100 this month. So you, you, it's a choice on the day-to-day -day whether or not you want to have a French getaway or just those French fries. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well put. Yeah. And yeah. I think like yeah. once you like prioritize, like once you decide, like Chris said, once you decide that you're going to do it and then you prioritize your life and your spending accordingly, then you can do it. Like anyone can go and travel. We've met people who work all different kinds of jobs, like who are prioritizing travel and it happens. Like instead of going to Disney every year, you could spend sometimes less money than that and go Honestly, to less. Europe. So, so at least Maddie and I are going to go to Italy. How do we make that happen? How do we make that go from just the conversation that we're having to we're actually on the plane now and we're going to Italy? Well, so, what month do you want to go? <laughs> yeah. What month do we want to go, at least Maddie? I don't know. Uh, what's what's the best month to go? Let's look it up right now. I would say either like. Let's um, look it up right now. They're gonna buy us tickets. They're gonna. They're gonna uh, do I have to give you my credit card number? <laughs> no, not yet. So fun fact: before we got on, I was like, I was like, I wonder what the flight deals are to from Orlando to different places. And I was like, if you left tomorrow, like a ticket tomorrow, where is the cheapest place you could go? And like tomorrow, you could leave for London for hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> Shut your mouth right now. No. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So like, and that's one way, but like still, I was like, that's really cool. So well, once I get there, I might not want to come back. I mean, it's really cold right now. It's cold right now, but if you go yeah. to Italy, it's February. So I would go to Italy in like March or April, Feb and February. The other thing is like to save your money, go in off season. Our first trip when we had like no money, we went in February and everything was super cheap and it was wonderful. Like we stayed in a castle in France for $60 a night, like cheaper than you could stay at a Holiday Inn, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, so. How cool is that? Yeah. All right, Lise Marie, that's it. We're going. We're going to Italy, right? In February. The we're first thing I would do is like go, like go to Google Flights, and we have a video on our channel that like walks you through how I search through flights on Google Flights, because um, that's the best way to find cheap destinations. That's a great video. We'll, we'll post that on our page at nerdygodcast.com so you guys can can check it out. This is this is gonna be this year. It's gonna change your life. Yeah, it really like it just it walks you through everything you need to know on how to find the cheap flight, and then depending on what month you go, then that's like where to stay and how to plan your trip from there. But you know, flights and transportation are usually the most expensive thing. So if you can find the deal with that, then that's that's the best option. Yeah, I'm actually looking at Google Flights right now, and from Orlando to London, it's round trip 322, so about 160 yeah. each way. Yeah, or to Paris is 389 round trip. 
so I'm going to visit my dad in Arizona, and I can't get tickets that cheap. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. crazy. Yes, that's the frustrating part. <laughs> so if I fly my dad to Paris, I can just meet him there, right? Yes. Yes, you definitely yes. could. And, and you can stay there cheaper. And Exactly. And then once you get there, places to stay are cheaper, like Airbnbs. and Well, like London hotels are expensive. But like most places, especially Italy, like hotels and Airbnbs are way cheaper than they are in the U.S. Now, let me ask you this. You've stayed in all these places, all these countries. Uh, if you're like a, a big guy, like, am I going to do okay in these little Airbnbs or am I going to break somebody's uh, bed? No, I think that you'll do fine. I mean, okay. the main thing is like <laughs> Paris, like the big cities, like London and Paris specifically, they're more expensive in Paris. Like they're known for the really small little apartments, but like we've had some fun experiences in Parisian apartments and you get by, you're only there for a few nights. I want to detail See, how, the experience of going to the bathroom in a Parisian apartment, <laughs> but I don't think and it's appropriate. And that's the thing, like for me, it's all about beds and, and bathrooms and buffets. Those, those are the three things that made me go, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to stay home. But that's when you look into, like if you're totally set on staying in hotels then like don't go to the major city for the entire trip like go and like stay outside of the city like we're getting ready to go to the netherlands in in april the netherlands yeah we're super excited so see the tulips and the windmills and the dikes exactly. yeah we're staying we're staying on a houseboat that has a, a boat like that yeah. comes with the thing and we can like drive it up to the windmills on the rivers yes. it's nice that's nice. so cool but that houseboat is like not in the main part of amsterdam it's about a 20 minute tram ride outside of amsterdam so like we're staying outside of the city to save money and get a little bit like a unique experience so mm. like those are the options you can do is stay outside of the city instead of staying directly in it um but paris i feel like you have to stay inside the city at least for a night <laughs> yeah. yeah that's really really cool so do you, do you guys have any questions for for chris and ellen i have a question steven <laughs> so here's my question what was something at the beginning of all this traveling journeying uh that you thought was going to be really hard and difficult but it turned out to be not a big deal at all oh that's a good question mm. The language, oh, yeah. I would say the language. Um, oh. I thought I was going to be mute, you know, just like you know, communicating with like dummy signals or whatever. But like, <laughs> uh, first of all, a lot of people understand English, but the trick to get them to treat you well is to not expect them to know English. Mm -hmm. Because if yep. if you make the embarrassment of the language barrier on yourself for not speaking their language in their country, that puts the disrespect on you, not on them for not knowing your English. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I, yeah. And Google Translate is awesome. It works offline. <laughs> And always, I always start with like, you know, like if in France I say bonjour, uh, basically I say uh, pardon me for my French or I, I say, you know. In, in French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I say like, like, thank you for your patience with me. And then I try to continue with my conversation. Yeah. And like you, people are understanding and we were, we've, I know like a lot of travelers talk about this, but really you'd be surprised like the kindness of strangers sometimes. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about you, Ellen? What was your thing that surprised you had Surprised me the most? Um, I think that. Oh gosh, what surprised me the most? Probably travel date. Something that did surprise me was the day that like we changed countries. Um, like when, like when we were, let's say like we're going, you want to go to France and Germany. The day that you change countries is pretty rough. Like, um, um, like culture, sh not culture shock, but just a transition. Culture frustration. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, I remember my friend Hallie and I, we, we had been in Italy, Spain, and then we were going to France. And when we were leaving a restaurant in France, we didn't know whether to say like ciao or like adios or like anything else. <laughs> we got all kinds of confused and we eventually just like left. Like <laughs> We said like all three different languages and all of them were wrong. <laughs> so I think just like changing to different cultures was harder than I expected, but like it just takes like a day for you to adjust again is it the sort of thing that when you go over there like once you've made the trip you might as well go to a bunch of countries while you're there yes I, the, well, I, the, traveling I think, there is the most expensive bit well it is yes but like again like some places you'll go to and you just have to tell yourself that you're coming back because you're going to want to see it all like it's it's better to go if you only have a week like don't try to see five countries you know <laughs> well, the, the way i've kind of split it up is there's two modes of, of having a trip there's either what i call a blitz trip or there's a marinating trip if you're gonna like go to tuscany like th those kind of things you can't really blitz because a lot of the culture a lot of the experience mm -hmm. is in the when you marinate in the culture then you get it mm -hmm. but sometimes you just want to blitz a bunch of tourist sites like i want to see the apple tower i want to see the coliseum i want to see Venice and then you're done like that's extremely superficial but also it's important to like know what these places are and have been and if you only have two weeks you know maybe a blitz is the proper choice but it, it kind of depends on which mm -hmm. which game you're going for we try not to spend any less than two nights in a location that's really great those are great pro tips that's like a great thing that I would never even have thought of mm -hmm. Neff you had a, you had a question for him for uh, Chris I, have, I have a couple questions okay go for it uh, first one what is the cheapest flight you guys have ever found Mm. Um, 
Five dollars. Shut your mouth. What? Nope, because we use points. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> but no, but that 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 is a, a, it is a, a thing. A, that is a huge. It key. is a thing. So like we got a, a for one ticket. So we'll say for both of our tickets, it normally would have been seven thousand dollars, and we paid ten dollars to fly wow. from LA to Zurich. So like sometimes like that's what points is really nice because then you can you know you can choose your routes differently and you get a little bit more options versus having to pick the cheapest option and it's not like we spent additional money it's money yeah. we're already spending on things but like without points yeah. the cheapest flight that we've gotten was um we got 120 dollars one way from la to paris one time that's right that's and nice. this is a doable thing this is not just like something that you have to be in some kind of magic bubble to accomplish no, no this no. is on google flights google.com yeah. slash flights and it's like That's a pretty awesome. regular i would say like it's a regular occurrence if you book far enough in advance to find round trip for 350 400 from like your hub cities like orlando or lax or boston or new york like we're flying That's round awesome. trip from new york to paris in march we're flying round trip 250 dollars a ticket that's brilliant wow. that's wonderful that's wonderful neff did you have a follow-up yeah, yeah um i had a question uh when you guys land and like other countries what is the main mode of trans the most cost effective mode of transportation getting around to the different things you want to see okay yeah. good question yeah we I like we always download google um google maps like offline maps to our phone so that we can figure at least where we are and while we're on wi-fi or before we leave i try to um we use google maps to use public transportation figure out our way from the airport to the hotel and i take screenshots of that directions um so we always like always take public transportation in cities, unless we're like absolutely have to rent a car, then we rent a car. Or for like in a super hurry to get to a, a spot for like um, reservation reasons. It's I, been I think very the, rare occurrences. Yeah, I think we've only taken taken a taxi maybe twice. Yeah, I remember one time we took and a taxi maybe in two Spain Ubers. We were exhausted, um, but like. Um, <laughs> Prim yeah, yeah. Pr primarily like the public transit. Um, unless, like, like she said, unless we're like in Normandy, then there's not really, there's no yeah. buses. You know, you have to drive, rent a car. But. I think, but I think our our coolest taxi experience, not coolest, most <laughs> most uh, poignant. Yeah. Uh, taxi experience. This was, was out of time. We had to. Yeah, we we're out of time. We had to make it to a ferry on a, at a certain time, and we're in Naples of all places, Naples, Italy, and. Um, we uh, we thought the guy took card because everyone takes card everyone, and every other taxi had taken card as, in Italy. <laughs> as soon as we got to this this place, the driver like says what the amount is, and I give him my card. He's like, no cash, and I, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna cash. And the look he gave me, like in the heart of Italy, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> well, we die here now. <laughs> we, we quickly found an ATM and it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. But, it was like, fine. Yeah, give, give him a good tip. I would. Yeah, so we we take public transportation all the time, and like it's awesome. I know I love the metro in Paris and in London and Rome or we walk we walk a lot because when you walk you get to see more of the city so and like, like we're not underground like, <laughs> happy accidents too like we we're the first time we, we popped up our heads from the metro in Paris we walked past like these kids having a little soccer match in in the town hall square or like yeah. you know people like buying baguettes and you know walking around with the fresh smelling bread mm -hmm. it was just magical that's awesome now that you're, you're giving me this this kind of wanderlust now I'm hearing you talk about it I just want to go do it for all the people that are listening that are hearing this and that now you're kind of spiking their imaginations as well, where can they follow you? There's not enough time in our podcast to, to touch on all the things that you guys can pour out, but you have this great show. It's on, on YouTube. Are there wh Where are the other places that you guys exist? So, yeah, so YouTube, we're at Chris and Ellen, if you just search Chris and Ellen, or like YouTube.com slash Chris and Ellen. Um, and then on Instagram, we're Chris and Ellen as well. And on Twitter, we're Chris and Ellen. And then on Facebook, Chris and Ellen. All wow. <laughs> right. That's what, is that that's Chris with a C H? Yes, yeah, C H R I S, and then spelled out and and Ellen is E L L E N. Very very cool. Well, you guys are really living it, man. You're an inspiration to us, and we really really appreciate it. Now, one last kind of follow up question: As a believer, you guys both you know you love traveling, you love each other, but you love Jesus. That's kind of the foundation of of who you guys are, which we we appreciate. And uh, so when you're traveling around the world, what do, what do your eyes see? What does what your heart experience as believers when you're coming across these other cultures and other people? Uh, how does it inspire you from a, a faith standpoint? Yeah, that's a good question. So like um, we house sat a lot and um, that was when we were doing like long-term travel, we would meet like people, meet people in their homes and like being able to have conversations with people on an individual level, like that's part of like traveling as a believer and traveling in general too is like just meeting people and having conversations and being you know being that light in, in other places um but also like 
Like when we go to Normandy, there's tons of churches that are abandoned. Not abandoned, like there's still a person in the town that goes and opens them, but there's only one pastor for this entire region of Normandy. It's a peninsula in Normandy that he goes around so that each town can only have a service like once every three months. Oh, wow. wow. There's a huge shortage. And that's, that's not even every every church. That's just yeah. every like section. Major of, section. Major yeah. section. There's some tr- yeah. like actual building churches that never get a service ever. Yeah. Wow. There's a huge so- shortage of pastors in France in particular um, because of like different things with the, the Church of England and stuff. But now they're trying to like they're allowing other different denominations to preach in these churches. Um, but like knowing that and then like coming back to the states and seeing like my church has four pastors on staff and like that's just one church and yeah. just thinking of like how um if how they only spoke supported. french and they yeah. can be transplanted <laughs> yeah but there's a lot of there's some nonprofits that like are supporting and putting pastors in those churches and missionaries there wow. um and we've gone to like we've gone to church services in almost every country we visited even if we didn't understand the yeah, language we, 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 we went to the hillsong one in london <laughs> yeah we stopped in at hillsong one in london because they were speaking english we actually we went to the in the church of england church in this small town in england the local vicar came by on his bicycle to like introduce himself to us as the house sitters that were going to be there for a month and like to in- invite us to his parish for like the time that we were there and that like personal touch meant a lot to us as like foreigners in his country um, and him inviting us to church was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That awesome. So you know, and, and I'm sure completely different than American culture, completely different than the structure and setup of the American churches, the values of the American churches. Uh, do you find that refreshing then? Do you find that challenging? Challenging. I think like, like for me, like when I went to the Church of England, which is very similar to like Catholic no, services. Church of England is more like Lutheran or like. Well, it, it was it was more formal high than church. A, yeah, high, <laughs> sure. It was it was more <laughs> like uh, it was more formal than any service I've ever been into. Uh, being raised, you know, Pentecostal. Yeah. And uh, we were there for Easter. Yeah. Yeah. But but like the the reverence they approached the service with like it gave such a sense of holiness that I've never really experienced Mm -hmm. before because everything was um, not aimed at beauty but like everything was beautiful it was all all the words yes while they were prepared they were like well-crafted words that like spoke deep truths and I really really appreciated but the holiness and the Mm well-crafted language that spoke exactly what they meant even like I don't know that, that's that's in Europe and everything too. But when I went to Israel, it was the same. Like Israel, you learn about like the holiness that they approach God with. That I feel like sometimes we forget about in our in our goal to make Jesus approachable. So that was really cool. That is really cool. So if people want to follow you, they just jump on your Facebook, jump on your YouTube. There's so many different videos. Is there a great place to start? Is there a video that we should make like our first stop on our destination with Chris and Ellen? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to learn about our story and how we started traveling full time, then you can start just with season one, episode one. And if you want to like learn about how to travel yourself and travel tips, there's a travel tips playlist of the Google Flights videos in there. How to plan your first trip to Europe is how to in pack there. For a long trip. How to pack is in, in a carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of playlists in there. That's super cool, and and Chris is uh, is is no slouch when it comes to putting together a story visually. So as you guys watch these things, just get ready not only for an adventure but for a feast for your <laughs> eyes. They really are a, a sight to behold. We really appreciate it. Well put together, and uh, a story well lived. You guys, your your inspiration to all of us. Thank oh, you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll share all their links on our page at Nerd of Godcast. Uh, and if you have any questions for them, reach out to them, talk to them. They're two of the most lovable, genuine, sincere, and approachable people ever. And uh, you, your story will be better because they're a part of it. Oh, thanks, Joni. We love you guys. Thank you for spending some time with us tonight. Yeah, absolutely. For it's great to be here. It's great to talk. To we you. will talk to you guys later. Love you guys. All right, love you, Tony. Bye. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll see you in Tuscany. Yes, yes please come with us. We'll be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Chris and Ellen, everybody. Great Love stuff. Them. Didn't you almost randomly join them in Paris one time? So it wasn't a random thing. They got married two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the comment, the, 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 their, and I officiated their wedding. And they were considering getting married in Normandy and renting a castle for their wedding. Oh, yeah. So that all of their wedding guests were going to stay at this castle. And, uh, and that was the thing is basically we're going to fly there. They're going to set us up in a castle and we're going to stay in France for, for 10 days. And that would have been really, really awesome for us to be able to do that. But they chose North Carolina instead, which was also an amazing Skyrim, the apparently. place that they that they picked. it seriously, it felt like I was in Skyrim. It was a beautiful wedding. They're, they're beautiful people. And uh, I'm really I'm really inspired. Yes. So, like, I'm seriously going to go look and I'm going to try to at some point in the next year. 
uh, try to save up the money, put the things, put the plans out there. I was and, just looking um, up the cheapest flights just in general. So they they put the, there's a video out there that gives you the whole tactics because the airline companies they'll put all these cookies and such mm. that'll track what you're searching for and it'll mess up your pli- your your prices. Hmm. They show you on their videos how you can get around that, how you can incognito search some different things nice. and get the actual best prices and not just the ones that they want to give you. Nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find like $30, seat, like $30 tickets and I'm going to take Steven on his first flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I already Let, have my first Steven, flight booked, but thank you. Where, where, are you, where are you flying? <laughs> to Indiana, Indiana. What the crap is in Indiana? A wedding that I'm going to be a part of. Not part of, but I'm going to. Oh. Yeah. Mm, that sounds awesome. Mm. Uh, well, <laughs> wherever you guys are going to go, whatever you're going to do with your story, we have plans, we have desires, we have different things, but you guys know what the psalmist says, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are challenged to go into the world and proclaim the gospel. So uh, maybe that means getting outside of your normal world. Maybe that means getting outside of your regular flight pattern. Maybe that means experiencing something you've never experienced before. Maybe there's someone on the other side of the world that is just waiting for you to go and shine light and the love of Jesus Christ to them. So that is all the time that we have for tonight on the Nerd of God cast. We just want to say thank you guys so much for hanging with us. We appreciate it if you've enjoyed this show, and we do hope that you have. Stop by wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review and a rating. We do love stars, especially when they come in fives. And it does help us out an awful lot. So uh, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening so much. Uh, Next week, we've got a very special episode that's going to be coming up because... The girls are taking over, so we're, we're really pumped about that. It's going to be a great time, but uh, until then, we hope that you guys please listen and enjoy. Uh, for the Nerd of God cast, Steve-O Supremo. Goodbye, everybody. Jackie freaking Wilson. Bye. The big man, Quentin Neff. Where in the world is Quentin Neff going? <laughs> Lovely Lady Lee Smotty. Make choices. And Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. I'm Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. Bye. But we can't stay here. Yeah, she's gone around the world. Boom. Well, I'm going with you. No, you weren't.